This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Download the 77 WABC app. And coming up at 1245 in our Carter Cares segment, Harlem activist Jackie Rowe Adams will be calling in later today. She is doing an event to bring the NYPD together with young people in the community. The NYPD will be playing chess, chess versus the young people. That's coming up later. She will phone in at about 12.45 this morning. The topic at hand, and we are opening the phones right away Right now, serious, serious issues. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Everybody's talking about it. Former President Donald Trump is warning that, quote, the temperature has to be brought down in the country or, quote, terrible things are going to happen. No one can deny that's exactly the position we find ourselves in in America right now. Right now. The temperature, and it's been, it's been going this way for a while And it exploded January 6th, and we have no idea, no way of forecasting what may happen next, but a very serious situation. The country is in a very dangerous position. Former President Trump told Fox News Digital in his first interview Since the August 8th search, Trump says there is tremendous anger like I've never seen before over all of the scams and this new one, years of scams and witch hunts, and now this. So the president, former president, that is, uh, says the FBI and the raid in his words, stole his three passports. One expired, uh, along with everything else he wrote on his social media platform, Truth Social. The former president, and I'm using quotes because this is a very, very serious topic, and I must make sure that we get this right. The former president says, quote, And we are about to start with your telephone calls in just one moment. Says, quote, this is an assault on a political opponent on a level never seen before in our country. Third world. And he also adds, if there's anything we can do to help, I and my people will certainly be willing to do that. 800-848-WABC, 800 848 
1-800-242-1222. So that's one story I'm looking at, and that is a whopper. Another one. The city of New York is encouraging migrants to come over the border. To come over the border. And there is a report, and the bid process is out, so we don't know exactly how this is going to work out, whether this will pan out or not. But that migrants coming to New York will stay in a hotel rather than a homeless shelter in Times Square. Now, do you see anything wrong with that picture? You have people that are going through the system currently that are U.S. citizens, and they are not put up in a hotel, a nice hotel. And so it's a hotel that's titled Row NYC, formerly known as the Milford Plaza. You remember the commercials, the Milford Plaza. They were on TV all the time. And so now it's a, a different hotel. And apparently the migrants will be on one floor. And normally the rooms there go for $414 to $435. Plus you got to include taxes and a facility uh, fee. And it's three blocks north of the Port Authority bus terminal. I get it. City officials want to say, kumbaya, we're helping immigrants in New York. We're doing the exact opposite of what Governor Abbott in Texas is doing. But who's going to foot the bill for this? And what about all the other people that are in line that are U.S. citizens, in line for homeless services? And so if think about this, if you are a migrant, and we're going to start with Trump in a second, and you're thinking about coming over the border, what do you have to lose? If you make it over the border, they'll pay for you to take a bus, 45-hour bus ride. That's probably the most inconvenient part of all this. And once you hit to New York, there'll be people standing there to give you money, give you food, and put you up in a luxury hotel three blocks from Port Authority. Something is terribly wrong with that. But let's let's start with the issue at hand, and that is former President Trump declaring the temperature has to come down or something bad is going to happen. Let's begin with Dave and Comac. Good morning, Dave, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hey, Dominic, how are you? I'm doing well. Please go right ahead. I think that Trump should be put in jail. What's he doing with nuclear secrets at his home? He has, and even if he, how can you declassify uh, 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 documents that have our nuclear uh, nuclear weapons secrets? It's absurd. Well, he we, shouldn't be president. He's you can't trust him, and he, and he tries to cover it up by lying about it. Hmm. Well, it, we don't know officially if there are nuclear secrets. There's been reports, uh, but we don't know officially, and and we may not know. But you are not a supporter of uh, Trump. You believe that he should be in jail. What about the fact? that the unprecedented move, Dave, of the FBI raiding the former president's home. They had every right to do that, and they had every right to go through his wife's stuff because he could be hiding stuff with his wife. And, you, and, you know, his wife is from Russia. Oh, oh, come on now, Dave. All right, but I but I got you. I appreciate the call. What? No matter where she's from, she was still the first lady of the United States of America and did a a pretty good darn job in representing the United States of America. We can't take that from her. I mean, come on, folks. Let's go to Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Yeah, hello, Dominic. Uh, thanks for taking my call. You know, I just want to say that I agree with the former president that the temperature has to come down. Uh, we see on the federal level, Uh, On the state level in New York and in Georgia, I believe in Georgia, there is a grand jury and panel to look into uh, the President Trump and uh, his former inner circle. 
like Rudy Giuliani. I believe Rudy Giuliani has to go down there this week to testify. I don't know if they're looking to indict him. But like I said, you know, the president is uh, right when he says the temperature has to come down uh, because that's uh, what needs to be done. Do you agree? Uh, certainly that that uh, I, I'll even take it a step further. And I, I don't mean to uh, engage in hysteria, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that we're on the path. I mean, yes. as a country, January 6th was bad enough. And right. I, I, I have a strong feeling that we are headed uh, down the path of something like that again or, God forbid, federal agents uh, being ambushed or law enforcement officers being ambushed. You you have people, you have people, right, for example, Cincinnati, you have people that are rightfully upset, no matter what way you may fall on this issue. But then, Al, you also have, and I thank you for the call, you also have people that are unstable, for lack of a better term. And in their minds, they are avenging a wrong, and that's when terrible things can happen. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to Tyrone in the Bronx. Good morning, Tyrone. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. What's on my mind is the fact that most of you cannot analyze what he has said. Okay. Okay, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 Tyrone. It's not good to start out the conversation attacking me by stating that, but you're putting me in a group to say that most of you can't interpret what he said. So that, well, that's I'm not, that's not, that. you are entitled to that, but that's it's not a good opinion. way. It's okay. My opinion, but you don't know Dominic. what you're talking about. So well, right, so right out the gate, so I'm right, so right out the gate, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm, well, I'm trying to say it. Okay. You can prove I well, don't know what I'm okay. talking well, about. Well, I, Tyrone, I will let you say it. I was trying Thank to you. help you. Don't group don't me in. Me. Don't, don't okay. Me. I'm about to cut talk, you off, please. Tyrone. I'm about to cut Just you off. Talk. Tyrone, 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 this is Just the last warning. Tyrone. No, no. Tyrone. Just let me talk. Okay. You don't have to help me. Okay, okay. Go right ahead. Go go ahead, Tyrone. Thank you. Thank you, Dominic. I think the first part of what Trump said is valid. We need to turn it down. It's the second part. I personally believe he's trying to send the same type message he sent on January 6th, that they should get up and arms and get ready to do something. Now, that is my opinion. Okay. All right. And, and, and that, Tyrone, that, that, is, that is your opinion. Um, if you're looking to dissect every word, I can see where one could conceivably take it there. But. I I prefer I prefer Tyrone, and so you see, so your your initial comment was wrong, because I I'm I'm not saying that your statement is wrong, I'm just saying that I prefer to give the former president president the benefit of the doubt, and he loves this country, and that he doesn't want anything bad to happen. Now it's open to interpretation. I'll give you that much, but Where please. Where was I wrong? Tyrone, I'm not going to thank you for the call. I'm not going to stand here wasting valuable airtime uh, debating with somebody that's just looking for an argument. Casey in Stanford, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, I just want to say that I really enjoy listening to you. Okay. Well, thank you. That's so very kind you, of you to say. Okay, but let me tell you a story, okay? 1977. My father is a fireman in New Haven, Connecticut, and he wants me to take the fire exam. Okay, I want to take the fire exam. I don't want to take the fire exam because I'd rather burn the house down than put the damn thing out, okay? But I took the fire exam. We're sitting around the kitchen table one night, and my parents said to me, they like, and this is branded in my head, they're like, you know, if we donate $10,000 to the mayor's re-election campaign, 
1977, $10,000 is a lot of money that I would be appointed to the fire department. And I told my parents, I said, no, keep your money. If I get appointed on my merit, I'll be a fireman, okay? And that is just 1977 to today. There's no politician that is in office for free. And I don't care if it's Nancy well, Pelosi. Well, but wait, 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 Casey. For, for, I, I have to be, you lost me when you said you'd rather burn the house down. That You lost me from the first. Well, because I was a hoodlum at, at, at you know, 16, okay. 17. Okay. I, I'm just saying, you know. But why? But why? In defense of uh, elected officials, why should they do this for free? I, I don't. I don't. I'm not following. No, because I took the fire exam. I passed the test. What does that I'm have to the, do? What does it have to do with modern day politics, Casey? It. What I'm saying is, in 1977, that if my parents donated ten thousand dollars, I heard you. I, I'll repeat okay. what you said. If your your, your parents wait, today. Casey, please. Your parents approached you and said, if we make a ten thousand dollar donation to the mayor's reelection campaign, that you would be appointed to the fire department. You've said it twice. I heard you. But what, what's okay, the connection? What's that, the point? That My point is that there's no politician today that's in office that hasn't been bought and sold by somebody. Now, you, you – I, I hear you. I, I hear you. I, I, I hear you. I mean – That's that, my point. That, 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 I thank you for that's the telephone George call. George Soros right. is buying and, and selling people today. Uh, there's no, there's no doubt about that. There is absolutely okay, no doubt about that. My, okay, but but you went, point. but but Casey, you went the long way around. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the call. The long way around uh, to um, to uh, make the make the point. But but I but I hear you. We are discussing the situation as it relates to President Trump saying. Uh, the former president of the United States following the raid at his home that we have got to turn the temperature down, turn the temperature down or something bad is going to happen. We are also discussing the situation. The city of New York has a plan where it's not finalized yet. That's important to state that they're going to put the migrants coming up from Texas into they're looking at one possibility, a luxury hotel just a few blocks away from uh, from the Port Authority. And so it begs the question of what about the U.S. citizens that are down on their luck waiting for services? And to make a political point, you're going to put the migrants ahead of everyone else? Or or everybody else is going to continue to receive the services that are available, which are not up to par, but you're going to put the migrants into a hotel in Midtown? Don't get it, folks. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And coming up at uh, 45 minutes past the hour in the uh, Chronicles of uh, uh, Dominic Carter, or actually tonight, it is the uh, Dominic Carter Care segment. I will be talking to Jackie Rowe Adams, a Harlem activist, about an event she's doing later on today. It starts at noon, from noon to 5 p.m. in Harlem, in which police are coming together. This is really great to play chess. They're going to sit down and play chess with young people in the community. I'll be right back. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
You know, folks, I'm I, I'm going back to our topic at hand, and we're going right back to your telephone calls. We see the calls, but I'm so proud of myself <laughs> this morning. Uh, so I've had my iPad Pro with me um, every day for like the last year, right? And so the problem that I was having was that if you reach out to me on Twitter, then I was normally on my email. And if you reach out to me on my email, Dominic.Carter at WABC Radio, then I was on Twitter. So I couldn't see. I knew that you could split the screen, but I'm not a good tech guy. So after a year, I finally figured it out. And on one side, I have Twitter. And on the other side, I have my email. So one of the emails from a friend of the program, Sal, Sal says, quote, President Trump says the temperature in America has to be brought down. How is this possible when Democrats, a politically weaponized FBI DOJ and the drive-by media are still angry that Trump was elected in 2016. So that is the opinion of Sal, a uh, great friend of the program. Let's go right back to the telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Let's go to Barry in Manhattan. Good morning, Barry. You are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, um, Dominic. I've always been an admirer of yours. Well, thank you. That's Uh, very kind of you to say. Yes, um, I agree with what the president said. The only thing is that he should have done the same thing on January 6th. That's what I have to say. Mm, mm. So do do you feel, Barry, that uh, the country, the country that we all love, are you worried that uh, in the wake of this um, this raid in Mar at Mar-a-Lago, are you worried about the consequence that may play out uh, throughout America? Yes, I am. Um, there's radicals out there, like you said, and they might take it the wrong way. And I agree with what the the president said. Like I said, but he if he he should have done the same thing on January sixth. That's the point I want to make. Right. Well, that train left the station a long time ago, and 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 we, you know, I, I appreciate the call. We can second guess uh, from from now and until twenty years from now, and nothing's going to change um, what happened and um, how that played out, and how that even is a divisive political issue. Barry, we thank you for the call. We are taking your calls, folks, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Ballerina in Florida, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I do agree with President Trump and you about bringing down the rhetoric. I think there's harsh rhetoric on both sides. I see a lot of Trump supporters here in Florida, and they have... um, T-shirts and flags that say F, and sometimes it's spelt out, sometimes it's not spelt out. You know, Biden, and they have the chant, let's go Brandon. We know what that means. But that doesn't mean that the Democrats are innocent. They have a lot of violent rhetoric of their own and slogans and flags. Secondly, people like Stan, when they call up, and the way he screams and his tone of voice and his sarcasm and his insulting harsh language is is almost like being hit in the face with a punch he doesn't he just doesn't disagree he does it with words that actually uh they they're they're violent words it's feel you feel like you're punched when you when i listen to the way he screams at you and and rita i notice that he doesn't call greg kelly greg wouldn't stand for it um so it's on both sides and I've I've uh, called uh, Mark Levin and I've called Greg Kelly, and I've told him I dislike Biden. I'm a Trump supporter, but I also dislike vulgar flags and vulgar T-shirts, and and I also am one of the people that you know says that what happened at the Capitol on January 6th was wrong. The only people that were truly innocent were the like the grandmotherly, grandfatherly types, or even just sweet young people that were waved in by the Capitol Police. The other people 
that followed into broken windows and and saw uh, like whether they're Trump supporters or not. You see somebody breaking a window and or busting down a door, and you just follow. I would never do that, and I'm a Trump supporter. I would never, and that's why I purposely didn't go there on January 6th, because I knew that this was going to be a different country. It was going to be run very differently once, you know, Joe Biden was, you know, to become our president. I see how Antifa and BLM, they get away with more. And the big defense that the Trump people have is, well, they did it. How come they're not so harsh on them and they're harsh on us? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The law is the law. If somebody breaks a window at the Capitol or, or pushes a door or pushes a cop out of the way, and then there's calm for a few minutes and they're letting you in, common sense should say, stay away. I can protest. Right. Uh, I, you know, I, I hear you, but, but at the same time, uh, January 6th already happened. And, and, yeah. and, and one, one of the issues that I have is it's almost like we regurgitate certain events over and over and over again. And so the issue now is what happens to those that have been uh, tried and uh, arrested and some convicted. And some of the sentences are long, if we're going to be completely honest about this, but it was unprecedented. I thank you, Valerina, for the call from Florida and from pointing out what you are seeing on the ground uh, there in um, in uh, Florida. Let's go. Uh, I see that Stan has uh, just called in and he wants to respond to Valerina. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? Good morning, my friend. How are you? I'm okay. well. Go right ahead. Thank you. Uh, let me respond to this lady. Uh, <laughs> it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Uh, my language is pretty calm compared to what I hear from the former the ex-president of the United States. My language is absolutely sedate compared to what has happened and what this president, the ex-president, has done to this country. Okay, madam? You talk about my language and I'm upsetting, you know, saying things? No, no. Ninety percent of the people that call this show, if you heard them, are pathetic. And they say a lot worse things than I do. I've never said anything about rioting or we should go up in arms or anything like that. My problem with the ex-president is that he's broken laws, that he lies, and he should be held accountable in our legal system. Now, that kind of language is pretty sane, madam, and it's pretty real. And you, being a lawyer, wouldn't seem to understand that, but maybe you don't. Okay, you understand the law, but you understand the law your way. You know, we're all we're all Donald Trump is innocent until proven guilty of whatever it is. Okay, and the history of this gentleman rates us to make comments about it. You don't like the comments? That's fine. You can say and so forth. But I will continue to say what I believe to be the facts of the situation. You can disagree with me, but to say that I'm causing. Uh, uh, People who uh, be, uh, do violence or this or that or be harsh language, that is an absolute falsehood, okay? Because there's a lot of people worse than me on this way. I want justice in this country, and I want to see what happens and so forth. So, so we'll wait and see on everything, and uh, that's so, it. So, Stan, before, before I let you go, yes. are you willing to give Mr. Trump credit for saying that we must lower the tone? Well, uh, uh, to be honest with you, he had to say it. I agree. You know, I mean, but by the way, I think, he, you know, he might have been forced into his family or his friends to say, you've got to say something. And, you know, normally in at January 6th, he wasn't going to say anything until they told him to say it and forced him. Yeah, I think he said, I think he, in this particular situation, he made the right choice. But I think he had to be told to say it. Someone must have caught it. Maybe his daughters, his kids, or something. You got to say something, and he did, and that's good. Okay, but the point is, our country. You're right. Is a divided country, and it's not been a divided country by us. It's been a divided country by this gentleman. He has caused these problems. He is his own worst enemy, and he is his own worst mouth. Okay. So we will see what we will see. All right. I give him credit for saying that. And I'm, I'm both, the level, but 
the FBI, be aware. They should be aware of the FBI. Absolutely. Well, Stan, I, I thank you for the call. Okay, my friend. Have thank a great you. day. Thank you. You do the same from Forest Hills. Let's go to Rockland County. Let's say good morning to Sam. Sam, you are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. First of all, this uh, guy, Stan, I wouldn't even call him a gentleman because he calls in with all his nonsense and he keeps on talking about how terrible Trump is, okay? Facts speak for itself. He has been by far the greatest president the United States has ever had, okay? And they have tried to bring him down every single day from the minute he said he's running for president, okay? Let's not forget, they concocted this whole Russian collusion thing. They concocted a million and one stories every single day during his presidency. But you don't hear from Stan one word about Hunter Biden, about Barack Obama, that they had the White House was open doors for the Chinese, for the Russians. Hundreds of millions of dollars was flowing in from the back door and kickbacks to all these people. The fact that the FBI, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, and all of those were saying that we're not going to allow this guy to become president. So, you know, it's everything that's corruption from top to bottom on the Democrat side. But somehow he forgets very quickly about that. And all he is, he's all busy knocking Trump. Trump, by far, has been the best president. We all know it. We lived through those four years, was economic prosperity, everybody was happy, and everything was going phenomenal in the U.S. And he well, made America respectful in the whole entire world. When we were before that under Obama and Biden, we were a mockery. We were, they sold out this country, and I, Trump fought for the citizens because he's not a politician. And he cannot be bought. I, I hear you, Sam. To the and, swamp, and, and, and he's draining I, the swamp I, once and for all. I hear you, and I thank you uh, for the call. Let's see here. Let's go to Jeff in Suffolk County. Good morning, Jeff. You are on Talk Radio seventy-seven WABC. Hello, Dominic. Hi. Good morning. I want to respond to Stan. Okay, quickly. He, go ahead. He's drinking too much CNN Kool Aid. <laughs> His, his president, his president is a flat out liar and he's a thief and he's a crook because it shows you on TV. He's sitting right there with the Ukrainian people and said, you're not going to get a billion dollars unless you fire the, the prosecutor who is prosecuting my son's company. He sits right there on TV and then he goes to a conference and he's laughing about it. That is proof that quid pro Quoting with Trump was a bunch of trash, a waste of my money and your money. So, Stan, keep drinking the Kool-Aid, bro. Well, I, I thank you uh, for the uh, telephone call. I'm going to take one more before I take a break here. Robert in Philadelphia, go right ahead. Good morning. It's good to talk to you again, Dominic. Good morning. Um, Please go ahead, Robert. No problem. Real quick, uh, the gentleman who said that Trump should have come out during the riot, 37 minutes into the riot, he tweeted out for them to go home, stand down, and reminded them that we respect the police. And nobody talks about that. Right. And I, when Stan calls, go ahead, go ahead. And when, when Stan, Stan calls, calls and says Trump's a criminal and Trump's a liar, I wish somebody would ask him for some examples because he hasn't been convicted of anything. I mean, with Biden, I say he's a liar. If you take the vaccine, you won't get the COVID. I never discussed business with my son. Inflation is transitory. The illegal immigrants won't be here long. A litany of lies that everybody sees, and he still says, we all know Trump lies. No, we don't. Just give us a lie, Stan, instead of just parroting what you hear on the left-wing media. And, Dominic, you have yourself a great night. All right? Thank you, Robert, and you do the same. Folks, it is now time for a break. When we come back, I see all your calls on President Trump, but we are going to switch gears. It's an important issue of police community relations. And an activist is on the front line. She's been doing a lot of great work. Her name is Jackie Rowe Adams. And in a few hours at noon today, the NYPD is coming together with youth of the community, and they're going to sit down and play chess with each other. Jackie Rowe Adams is standing by. We're going to chat with her with the uh, the Dominic Carter Care segment when we come back. 
Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. What I care about this morning, as a kid in the Bronx, I played for the Police Athletic League Citywide Chess Team. And what immediately caught my attention is a promotional flyer for something that is happening today. The NYPD will be playing chess versus the youth of the Harlem community. With us is Jackie Rowe Adams. A number of you have inquired about her from the last time she was on. She is the co-founder of Harlem Mothers and Fathers Save. Stop Another Violent End, a group aimed at preventing more gun violence. First of all, good morning to you, Mrs. Roe Adams. Good morning, good morning, and it is a good morning. So from your perspective, why is it important to do this type of event? Dominic, it is so important. And I'm so glad you asked that question because we don't have the kids in the street killing and shooting each other in the morning. We want them to know that we have programs for them. And what better program than chess and playing with NYPD? It's important because I want to build relationships. We have to build and bring back the relationship with our youth and our police, because they think police is only arresting you or or stopping you. But we need our young people to know you could have fun playing chess with the police officers. That's a great game. And you know, Dominique, our police are ready, and our youth are ready. And I'm saying to them, I want you to bring your best game. Because our youth are going to beat the mess out the police on the chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm 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 uh, I'm giggling out of joy, but but I, I'm just curious, and I I have to tell you, Jackie, uh, since you've been on, people ask about you just about every night. How can they contribute to the organization? How can they reach you? You said something uh, that really touched our listeners. So this is all about building a relationship and ending all of this gun violence. We must stop this gun violence. So at least we know our kids are not there shooting anyone. They're playing chess with the police. And we want to stop these attacks on the police and let them know that the police count too. The police count too. And that they can have a good time. So if you want to get back at the police, come and sit down and play some chess and beat them. And that's how you win. And that's how you win. Beat the police on the chessboard. And this is why I put this piece together. Because police and community work. And our young people need to know. You should be surprised of how many kids signed up. How many young people. How many organizations signed their young people up. Because they need to know we got to stop this violence. We must put these guns down. We must work with the police and our community and let them know that the police is for them. And they are all not bad. All the police are not bad. And some of the police live in these communities where they have a lot of violence. So we just want to stop the violence and have a safe haven, uh, Dominique. This is why I'm doing this. And and I think we should continue this kind of uh, of stuff because oftentimes you hear that NYPD is playing the youth on the basketball court. But now we're going to play them on the chessboard. And so this is why I'm doing this, to bring everybody together. It is wonderful. And I, think it's a, I think it's wonderful. And, you know, the other thing is this. People say what they want. But the police be looking for things to do with the kids and looking for things to do with the youth. But they need the community, Dominique, to promote it. They need these families to promote it because they want to do it. They want to do it. So they need us, the families and organizations, 
to really work with them and and bring the cops and the kids together. They want this. We are chatting with Jackie Rowe Adams, the co-founder of Harlem Mothers and Fathers Save, Stop Another Violent End. Talk to me for a minute, Jackie, please, about what is the problem that that is before the community and why, why uh, you know, the police and the community in some cases clash. Well, first of all, uh, the community, the kids have lost respect. And they lost respect because they see and they hear these, uh, 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 they go on social media. They lost respect because you have a lot of these videos. They watch you on TV saying, kill the cop, you know, uh, we could beat the cop. They lost respect because a lot of these families and parents, are not talking to their kids, Dominique. Thank you. And it's so important. You know, you have to have that conversation with your uh, uh, child or your young person because if you don't, they're going to think it's all right. And so they lost respect. And one of the things I do say to the parents, to the families, because some kids don't have parents, but they have aunts and uncles. And even if they in the group home, the group home is getting paid to take care and monitor these young people that's out there. So the conversation has to come from home somewhere. Home could be anywhere that they're staying. And that's why we as a community are not doing enough for these children. We as a community are not sitting down listening to what they really, really have to say. We as a community sitting on standing on the corners smoking weed with these children. We as a community know who's selling these guns, who's have all this. We don't call it, of course, it's supposed to be legal, but the parents don't have to engage and try to be their friends. Okay, they have to start parenting again. So a lot of this stuff is missing. They have to start searching these book bags. They have to start going into these rooms and look under their mattress. They have to start knowing who their friends, who their kids' friends are. It is so important. It's so many things. But most of all, you got to listen to what the child has to say, what the children have to say. And I say to the children, to the young people, and, you know, I'm saying children because at 10 years old, Dominique, these kids are killing each other and shooting each other. They actually have a gun in their hand. These are babies, and they're shooting innocent people. But they, we have to listen to what they have to say. I had summer youth this summer, and a lot of our children are hurting because they have no guidance. They have no one to really lead them. And our summer youth program was about leadership, about leadership. And I would bring in people to talk to them and let them know, yes, you can do, you could do it. You are a leader and how you're supposed to lead. I talked to them about if you see something, say something. And a lot of them said, Miss Adams, we're losing our friends to gun violence. We are losing our sister. We are losing our brother. So all of this must stop. We know who's bringing the guns from down south and out of state. A lot of these elected officials and legislators in Albany are sitting down and deciding our lives and allowing this gun violence and these illegal guns to continue to come into our city and our state. We could fix it as a community, as a people, and go to that voting poll and vote some of them out. We need to really stick together. I am so disappointed in Carl Hastings, and I say the name, and, and Andrew Cousin Stewart. This law, this law is easy to just sign the bill. Sign the bill and say, putting into law that we're not going to allow the same criminals to go in jail and killing and shooting and beating and robbing and raping people to come back out the next day and and and, and stabbing and fighting police officers and and disrespecting police officers to come back out the next day. Now, 
it is Albany, and we could get this stuff straight. And that's how we could fix the problem. But it takes everybody. Jackie Roe Adams, let me do this. I'm out of time for our segment right now. I do have to ask you one question, but you are going to be a guest on an upcoming podcast. We'll be able to have plenty of time to lay this all out. But people, I, I kid you not, the emails I have received about you, the calls, people want to know how could they help the organization and how could they reach you. So in conclusion, please answer that. Yes, you could reach my organization by calling 212-234-0112. And you could call, go on your website, www.harlemothersave. And we are located at 306A West 128th Street, between St. Nicholas and 8th Avenue. We are always looking for volunteers so they could come out and help us do outreach and call and reach out to people and call some of these parents and help us work with some of these kids. So we are always looking for volunteers. It is, it is so important. I thank you so much for everything you do because you are a great listener. And I, I, I would tell kids, you know, call Dominique. He'll listen to you. Call Dominic. He'll listen to you. But yes. we have to start listening to our children. And I do, I do listen to any young people that reach out to me, and I try to help them. I, you know, I, and it's nothing to thank me for because you're on the front line doing the hard work. Jackie mm-hmm. Rowe Adams, I thank you so much for joining us this morning. And I thank you so much. And I'm going to let you know how these kids beat the police. They beat them. <laughs> They beat them legally on the, in the chess on game. The table, on the chess game, very important. Thank you so much, and thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners. It's so much we could do together to save lives. And so at noon, Jackie Rowe Adams will be the kids. Imagine this, folks, and Frank Morano's joining me now. The kids, and you have to give our police credit. They're going to sit down and play chess with kids of the community. That's how you stop all this nonsense. That's how you get the job done. We're going to go back to your phone calls in just one second, Frank Morano and myself. But first, Frank joins me. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. So what do you have coming up uh, this we morning? we got a great show. Uh, very excited about today's show. Uh, my old friend and a WABC, former WABC talk show host and longtime TV talk show host, Richard Bay, is here. He's going to join me for the hour. And uh, we're uh, going to uh, chat about a wide variety of issues in the news. We'll take phone calls. That'll be fun. And uh, I'm still pretty frustrated about this, uh, this uh, attack on Salman Rushdie. So I'm going to be joined by... Dr. Zudi Josser, who I, I heard you last night. You did a great job setting up the entire oh, thank you. Uh, argument that. and debate. Thank you. So Dr. Zudi Jasser, he's a Muslim Navy veteran, and he's the president of the American Islamic Forum for Democracy. He's going to join us to talk about w- what the problem is in Islam and radical Islam specifically. He calls it political Islam. We'll get into it. And then in the 3 o'clock hour, very excited about this. This is a worldwide exclusive. Sal Greco, who you might have read about, who's the NYPD officer that was recently fired, uh, the, who's a friend of Roger Stone, who was accused of being his bodyguard, he's going to join me for his very first interview. He's uh, indicated that he's filing a $25 million lawsuit against the city for his firing. We're going to find out if he has much of a case, and we'll we'll take your calls during all three of those interviews. So it should be a lot of fun. That's going to be very interesting. At 3 a.m.? Three, yeah, 3.15. So now I won't get to sleep until 4 a.m. <laughs> oh, Frank Morano, let's go back to the telephone calls. Frank and Dominic, let's go to we, we're discussing a lot of issues uh, former President Trump saying we have to lower the temperature. The migrants uh, apparently going to a nice hotel in Midtown while uh, everybody else, as Frank made the argument, I think it was last night, about what about the people that are already in the system or the night before. Yeah, I think the homeless New Yorkers should get preferential treatment. I, I agree with you. And also we're talking about the Harlem community coming together with cops to play chess a bit later on today. Let's go to John in Queens on President Trump. Good morning, John. Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, uh, the thing I want to mention that people, people are neglecting that Trump took too long to make a 
a statement on January 6th. What about before January 6th when he told Pelosi and Mayor, I think it's Mayor Bowser, and he requested National Guard? Because everybody knew there was going to be right. a lot of but, people. But, hey, but John, but, but I have to be honest with you, and this is not right. direct. How how long are we going to argue the logistics of January 6th? All I hear is this side did that. This is what I hear. This side did that. This side did that. Well, Dominic, why don't you focus on they did this? That's what I hear. It happened. It's over. And hopefully it'll never happen again. Well, according to the news, they're going to have another round of uh, hearings again sometime soon. And and that's you know, great. That, hey, John, I appreciate the call. I'm short on time. That's exactly what our country needs right now. Max in Manhattan, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC with Frank Morano and Dominic. Dominic, thank you for taking my call. Um, can you give that woman's name again and the phone number that she gave? I, I don't have the number right in front of me, but do you um, think you could get it um, maybe later in the week and post uh, it on our? Yes, it'll be it'll be on the podcast. Um, but her name is Jackie Rowe Adams, uh, and and she's the real deal, doing a lot of great work with the community in Harlem. Okay, and if I want to find it on a website. Uh, yes, you can go to the website, look at the uh, podcast for this it's, program. Uh, ha- HarlemMothersSave.org. Yes, thank you. That's the website. Thank you very much, Frank Morano. Sure thing. A lifesaver. Look at that. Max, we thank you for the call, folks. You want to keep it right there, right where you are on this uh, busy uh, news morning. I apologize to the phone calls that Frank and I could not get to. But, Frank, I'm passing the mantle to him right now, and he's taking it, and he's going to run the marathon as he does every morning. I will be back again tomorrow at midnight. Have a great day. Folks, we got to try and love each other. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, is coming up right now. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.